Hello. What's up, everybody? It's Erin. And Nicole. This is Dude That's Fucked Up. The podcast. Welcome. What a treat. Oh, my God. For everyone, including us. (laughs) Always a treat to talk to you, my friend. Oh, yeah. This is the treat right here. I mean, after a long day, honestly, I'm just... Oh, my God. Like, sometimes I'm just like, ugh. Can it be 8.30 yet? Yeah, I just want to talk to my friend. I know, except... The downside is that I have to put on makeup, but the upside is that I can just wear the pants I've worn all day, which are very comfortable. I am literally wearing a shirt and pajama shorts (laughs) that if I was to stand up right now, my whole entire stomach would be out. This is a normal, like... It's a normal looking top. Normal looking top, but it it does not fit me, so... Yeah, it does not fit your pregnancy belly. I just needed, like, like I, I was wearing something, like long sleeve for some reason like an idiot I don't know but it was like lightweight you know yeah yeah because I was sitting outside eating yeah dinner with my parents and I was like you don't want skeeter bites yeah I don't want skeeter bites and it was like kind of cooling off and stuff and it was like gorgeous out and I was just Mm -hmm. like oh but then I came up to my room for recording and Mm -hmm. it's hot as fuck up here so Mm -hmm. yeah I was like "Uh, I need something that's like not constricting my neck in any way yeah you know letting your neck breathe I don't know if that's a thing, but it feels real nice. Yeah, that's nice. What, what a time. What a time. We have a really fun episode. Uh, before we talk about it, though, uh, just a reminder to go to our website, dtfepodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Go to our Patreon if you want to check out what we have there. We have three different levels of pay, pay, uh, patronage. Patroni- patronage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh and uh five dollars ten dollars fifteen dollars whatever oh. five dollars is q a mm-hmm. you do a q a every month and it is ridiculous oh my god honestly uh, we're just hanging out we haven't just, even had that many questions so if you ask questions you'll they'll get answered yeah literally ask us anything mm-hmm. um and then $10 is our bonus episode, and uh, $15 is our commentary episode. Oh, my God. And uh, we have literal years of backlog of content, so check yeah. that out. So much content. If you need more. Yeah, if you're listening and you're finally caught up and you're like, oh, man, now I'm sad because I don't have any more content. We have several years of uh, of Patreon content that you could consume it as quick as you like. Yeah. And as much as you want. Check that out. Um, it's very fun. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think that's all the real, that's the biz I got. Yeah, that sounds good. Cool. Do you have anything fucked up this week? I uh, I realized today I'm really into Love Island again. Okay. Because, well, it's just a t- the time of my life that I'm into it. I don't know. It's just so light and easy. And I'm really finding I like dumb dating shows when I'm sad. Okay. And uh, and what I what's fucked up is that it's on every day right now. There's a new episode every day. <laughs> How and why? I think they do it. It's like an event in the UK. Like, I think they like they like the it's like the Olympics. Watch. Yes. Yes. But it's way more fun and sexy and more enjoyable and less controversial, maybe. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, it's it's truly a soap opera and like it's so fun and I feel like it brings people together and I 
didn't realize this. I kind of like caught up on it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I just in the morning when I'm like drinking my coffee and eating my pastry Love as it. ones want to do. Um, I'll Very be like, European. <laughs> it is, yeah. I'll be like, what's on? Uh, what what if I what do I have to watch? Because, you know, Tuesdays I watch The Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. I have a whole like thing. Anyway, you have a routine. Yeah, I have a routine. Great. And it's not a productive one, and it's probably not for a long – it's not a great long-term routine for my tum-tum or my uh, productivity. But, oh, my God. You need when it for I, now. I need it for now. When I discovered that yesterday, I was like, oh, my God. Every day I wake up and, you know, I got myself an espresso machine, which Every is – Every morning I wake up. <laughs> Before I put on my makeup, I watch Love Island and drink coffee. (laughs) (laughs) I was just thinking, I watch Love Island. Oh, yeah, that, no, that works way better. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Oh, my God. God. Yeah, so um, I'm getting a weird call from somewhere I've never heard of in California. It's fake. Um, (laughs) <laughs> it's spam yeah but it's uh yeah it's been kind of fucked up because now my mornings are ruined i mean you know it's you say tomato i say tomato they're sure, not sure. ruined they're made to be perfection but yeah my day just gets off to a little bit of a late start anywho what's your do you have anything fucked up this week no uh well not for me personally but i i just have to share this that I feel so bad about this. Okay, so oh, my no. mom, my mom is here. Uh, DJ had to go on a, a work trip this this past week, and so mm-hmm. my mom, my dad came down to like hang out and help me out with Jack. Like my mom hasn't started school yet, so she's just mm-hmm. like she's got time, and she, I, yeah. it's great. It's really nice that they like, came down and just need an extra set of hands, and you know, so, yeah, because it's like for like I've been like DJ gone for like more than like for like five days so yeah yeah that's a, a long amount, time it's a good amount of time so yeah anyway um or like four and a half days I should say so my mom got here my dad came a few days later but uh a couple days later but my mom got here and we have um street sweeping twice a week oh no once on Tuesday and once on Wednesday they do one side of the street Tuesday and they do the other mm-hmm. side of the street Wednesday yeah and, um, you know, we're like hanging and, you know, bopping around with Jack and I hear this Jack hears a street sweeper going and I was like, oh yeah, street sweeper. I had totally forgotten. My mom parked on the wrong <gasps> the side of the side? street. Yeah. yeah. Didn't forgot. <gasps> it was Tuesday the oh day they God. do that side of the street. And I was just like, and my mom's like, wait, what day, where, what side of the street should I be parked on? And I was like, oh, this side of the street. Like the st- side of the street of the house that the house is on, and she's like, "I'm not parked on that side of the street." And I was oh, like, no. "Oh fuck!" And she's like, "And there's somebody outside right now giving me a ticket." Oh no! I felt so bad, dude. I like, it just totally my brain totally spaced, and I didn't well, warn. I didn't not tell your her responsibility. Yeah, but it kind of is because she didn't know. Although there are yeah. signs, but still, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, not your car. I guess not your worry. You know, like you're not thinking about it. I know, but she's a guest it, at you my feel house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. like, I feel like I, it just like didn't even like cross my mind 
what yeah. day it was or where, what side of the street, you know. So it was, I felt so bad. It was like a fucking $70 ticket, though. Yeah, that shit's fucked up. It's so expensive. Like, Did she get one the next day on the other side? <laughs> no, no. We oh, we were like on it after that. Yeah. But usually, usually DJ and I are on it. Well, DJ's on it. I My brain doesn't work right anymore right yeah. now. So Oh, God. I'm blaming it all on being pregnant so yeah blame it on the baby yeah he's sucking my life force you know yeah you're all your memory and uh, i literally ability. can't i literally cannot remember anything i oh can't remember what i'm doing like 15 minutes into a task like or like on my way to do a task yeah. I, I don't know i'm just like like why did i come in here like why did i come yeah. in here what was i standing what am i standing right in this room for why is the like, oven on? What like, <laughs> what day is it? What day is it? Honestly, oh god! Like even when I look at the calendar, I'm like, is this the right day? I like I. It, it's so hard yeah. to like even. Oh I, my god! Yeah, it's pretty bad. So how do you survive? Do you just have like a lot of post its all around? I can't even remember to remind myself to make a reminder. <laughs> And also, if you did, you just have literally a pile of post-its on your desk like I do that don't mean anything because I don't – they're all stacked on top of each other. So. No, I do I do have my, my to-do notepad. Yeah. notepad that I keep. It's like – but, you know, I'm just like – Yeah. There's literally like a shopping list like that I am perpetually making because I yeah. keep forgetting to add things to it. And then I do the shopping and I'm like – I literally for, forgot, and I like am unloading the groceries, and I'm looking at the sh- fucking refrigerator or the cupboard, and I'm like, I literally forgot like five oh things God. that I actually need. I didn't. <laughs> the write- reason you went to the store. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, that's fucking rough. Just like little shit like that. That's just yeah. so fucking annoying. But then, you know, it, yeah. it has consequences. It has seventy dollar consequences. Yeah. God. Oh man. So that sucks. Anyway, that sucks. What's up with you? Anything fucked up? I already did mine, you fucking nut. Are you... See? (laughs) Holy shit. Oh, my God. That was too good. You couldn't have planned it better. And you know it's real because we're bad actors. I... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. Well... Okay. Well, let's just... (laughs) Let's just do this podcast, I guess. Oh, my fucking I'm scared. God. No, this one's so dumb. Also, we write down notes for this, so. Yeah, I'm, like, going to be reading literally, <laughs> like, what I wrote from earlier today. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, don't worry about that. We're not going to. I mean, you know, we maybe we forget stuff. Maybe we don't. It's a comedy podcast. We don't care. It's not an accuracy podcast, okay? Yeah. Also, uh. We're going to do one of those things where we have some visuals and we'll explain them to you and we're going to like talk about those and what we think of them. So it'll be a fun, mostly improvised episode, honestly. So it's perfect for not having a memory because it's going to come to us as it comes. Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) Well, I got to say, I think that I would benefit from some sort of like mental stimulation, Mm. Uh, like reading, for example. I love to read. Like big reader that muscle working that muscle working yeah. your brain muscle i have yeah. a stack of books next to my bed that i mm. have i i this this is also a thing i don't know if you do this or anybody else does this but i get uh i'll get like three or four books and start reading them 
all at once. All at once. Yeah. So I literally am actively reading, but randomly reading these books. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like when you have the time or the yeah. desire. Yeah. It's not, not a, I don't know. That's probably not good for right now also, because no, where, I, how do you know where you are? Like you could be reading an autobiography and you're thinking it's the murder book you're reading and you're like, wait, they're alive. And then you're like, oh no, they, I thought they died. And then it's like wrong book. Well, yeah, because I get confused when I'm reading, uh, like I'm reading um, uh, a, a book that is like a, a semi-autobiographical, like, but fictionalized uh, accounts oh. of, you know, you, you know, Eve Babbitts. She's like, uh, mm-hmm. she's like a muse from like the 60s and 70s. Oh, yes, 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 yes. She's like very fucking cool. Anyway, mm-hmm. she, uh, I'm reading a book by her and then I'm reading the biography somebody wrote about her oh so like it, it, i like si- i'm simultaneously reading those like and picking those up randomly anyway all that is to say i really love reading i wish i could just like focus my brain though and like read a full book like yeah i doesn't i don't even know what i want to read here i'm reading like you know memoirs and then i'm reading like fucking james baldwin and then i'm reading fucking you know, you Eve Babbitts. It's like I'm all over the map. I wish I could go back to simpler times when I would go to a scholastic book fair and fucking get wild. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I love reading. Ever since I was a little kid, that was my shit. I would get in trouble for reading at the dinner table. Like Oh. I'd get in trouble for staying up late reading. I never Those. got in trouble for it, but I loved reading with my little reading light. Yeah, I had my reading light that I clipped onto my book. Yeah. Oh, my God. And that was like a, hot, a hot scholastic bo- uh, find. A yeah. Book. Book fair find. Book fair, yeah. Book fair. I was yeah. like, book club? No. Yeah. yeah. And I have to give all credit to Laura Ingalls Wilder mm-hmm. and R.L. Stein for fostering my love of reading honestly oh my god so I like love those books so much when I was a kid mm. I was obsessed I literally cried when I finished little the little house on the prairie like Aww. series books you know like when I got to the end yeah and uh, but thank god R.L. Stein is one of the most prolific writers of all time oh because my god. there was always a new goosebumps book and I was like fucking loving that shit in the early mid 90s and dude I could not get enough. <laughs> we'll talk about this, but seriously, there was like one a month for yeah. a while. It's literally they were just like pop, pop, he was popping those suckers out big time. R.L. Stein. We, yeah. We're going to talk a lot about him in this episode. Oh my God. Um, but when I got older and I was like kind of grown out of goosebumps, there was Fear Street. Mm-hmm. R.L. Mm. Stein also wrote Fear Street. Yeah. And these books, Fear Street books are, ca- are camp in book mm. form. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very yeah. ridiculous. Um, and we have to talk about it. So especially because they just made a Netflix show, uh, like trilogy, movie mm-hmm. trilogy based on the original Fear Street books. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Have you watched ha- them yet? Have they? No. Are they out? I think so. Oh, my gosh. Um, we I haven't plans. watched them yet. Oh, my God. Yeah, I might. I bitch, yeah. I might. Yeah. It looks it looks fun. It's like a tamer American Horror Story, much tamer American Horror Story. Where Nellie from Little House on the Prairie is the Jessica Lange. (laughs) 
all grown up. You could oh see it, right? God. Oh my god, totally. Oh my god. Oh, that oh my bitch. god, what if it is that? She oh still has those Lord. ringlets, and that's what's scary. She's like, whatever happened to baby Jane, but it's whatever hap- happened to Nellie from Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> And her makeup is all smudgy and like. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, <laughs> we're very much dating ourselves here. Uh... <laughs> Potentially. Um, I yeah. wasn't alive when the whatever happened to Baby Jane existed. No, oh, I'm you, talking or... about Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> no, that's a classic. That's like I Love Lucy. People know that. Yeah, sure. Were we? Also, I don't think I watched it in real time. I think I watched mm-hmm. it when I would stay home sick from school as like a as like a middle schooler and high schooler. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that we're show is like fully from the seventies. Yeah, yeah we're extremely young. young. Yeah, we were not alive <laughs> for that. Gross. Anyway, well, there's a brand new uh, Netflix movie trilogy that's out, mm. and if you don't know about Fear Street books, we're about to tell you about them, bitch. Oh my god, that is P- what our episode is all about. Yeah. P.S. Um, we keep saying Netflix special. No, this is not in a special um, paid for by Netflix episode. We wish, but, you know, watch it or don't. We don't give a shit. Also, um, we would not have stumbled upon this topic if it weren't for a listener of the pod, Tawny. Yes. Thank you, Tawny. Yeah. Thank you, Tawny. They sent us an email and they were like, oh, my God, you guys should talk about Fear Street. There's a book where a lady gets boiled to death in a shower. We were like, oh, fuck. (laughs) I don't remember that, but. Let's I don't remember any of the content of these books, but I yeah. remember being into them. Oh, my God. I don't I think, think was... I ever made it to Fear Street. I read Goosebumps. Okay, because, see, I don't think I was that into Babysitter's Club like a lot of other people were. I think I was, like, more into Fear Street than... Babysitter's Club? Babysitter's Club, yeah. I was not into Babysitter's Club I don't think I, I really was into Goosebumps, like I'm very into Goosebumps. And mm-hmm. then I think as I got older, I just we were talking about this a little bit the other day, but I started reading like books my mom was reading. So then I got oh. into like true crime and autobiographies and stuff like that. Um, 100%. And yeah, I can't even. Yeah, I, I, I remember I, I read a lot of um, yeah, true crime that I should probably not have been reading as like a 13 year old. But literally same. They're easy reads in the sense that nothing that's going on is so complicated or mm-hmm. you're not having to keep track of like a ton of different people. And right. You know, the the prose is really easy to follow. It's like uses normal vocabulary and stuff. It's not trying to be very fancy or anything. It's just very fun, quickly paced, like action filled books. And there's like also... There's no, uh, you know, moral to these stories. There's no like, you know, it, they're not deep. They're not. They're not trying to like. They don't have an agenda yeah. other There's than no entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, those are the best books sometimes. Yeah. Truly well, an escape. It's like watching a TV show. Well, and when I say it fostered my love for reading, I mean that it taught me to read in a way that is. Uh like expert level you know what I mean mm. it didn't it didn't give me like any more vocabulary I, I you know you learn that like yeah by reading above your grade level but these books they kind of help your brain like click into that like mode of reading and comprehension where you're like you're going along at a pace that's so 
that's like you're in a, a movie or something, you know, yeah. and, that, yeah. and that is like, I think that is an important way to kind of foster your love of reading is to like make sure that you can transport yourself and immerse yourself in a world. And he definitely did that. Well, and that's what these books are good at. Yeah. And, and that's, that's, that's important for kids to understand, like, yeah, that reading can be that fun. Yeah, can be that fun. And you have all the tools you need to, like, visualize and see everything that's happening. Yep. You know, it's like, that's when you know a book isn't good or a writer isn't great. Because it's yeah. like, you, you're really trying to, like, get the paint a picture in your brain uh, well and the author is painting a picture for you and mm-hmm. you're trying to like take all the cues and really see this thing and when you can't exactly like work out what's happening that's something's wrong you know like the well, writing you, maybe isn't great or and for kids you build upon this like level of of low sophistication and yeah. build up to a, a level of higher sophistication in your reading you know, yeah. this is how you like find out what you like and and make, making something easy and like and and then you're like, OK, I kind of there has to be other stuff out here like this. Yeah. If this is fun, I want to see what else there is. And so I don't know. that That's how it was for me. Mm-hmm. Now I read. I I read from then on like a fucking fiend. So, yeah, I bless R.L. Stein. And let's mm-hmm. just talk a little bit about the man himself. R.L. Stein okay. began publishing the Fear Street books in 1989. Um, so I was too young to start off on them. So I, there was a whole back catalog of books for me to read when I got old enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, and trust me, he wrote a lot of them and they're, they're in the, the young adult horror slash thriller genre. Yeah. And when I say he's written a lot of them, I mean, he's written a lot of them. It's crazy. And we'll talk a little Mm -hmm. bit more in depth about how many he's written but oh my god the very first one he wrote 1989 was called the new girl Mm. and um just to like give you an idea of like what it's the kind of flavor of all these books is the new girl can i guess absolutely isn't it is it about an adorkable girl with bangs (laughs) and she she gets kicked out by her boyfriend because she finds out he's cheating and she moves in with three funny guys and hijinks ensue no 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 um uh close so close uh it's basically about a guy i think his like name's chris or something in the in the book (laughs) It's like some. It's like all some, the names are very, very eighties. Eighties, like yeah. Everybody had these names. Like yeah, these are yeah. the names of all your classmates if yes. you went to school in the eighties. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I was Aaron B. Or you oh, know, we had so many Aaron's in our graduating like forever. Class. I sat yeah. at a table in in my uh, biology class with three other Aaron's, <laughs> which was dumb on the part of our teacher. That lasted for like a few weeks and then we all got in trouble because it was too ridiculous oh my god oh and two of those errands were a girl named Aaron Moore and a boy named Aaron Moore yeah and there was me Aaron Aaron <laughs> Berto. that was my my maiden name but yeah it was oh my so god dumb. yeah we and I two think Aaron Moore's and I think Aaron Garcia sat at our table mm. too who's to say shout out yeah anyway so no, this book is not yeah. about an adorable girl. This is a book about a guy who falls in love with a new girl at his high school. Mm. And then he starts to think she doesn't exist because, like, none of his <sighs> friends have seen her. 
and don't have never heard of her. Oh, my God. Todd Glass much? Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> and then also, like, he tries to, like, look her up in the in the phone book or whatever. Because <laughs> it's the 80s. Yeah. And the family name is unlisted. But then some uh, some drama happens. And then at the end, it's revealed that he was gaslit by this girl who was a real person, but was pretending to be her dead sister and that her brother is also involved in trying to it's crazy that's some fucked up family shit she and her brother are doing a joke on a guy at a new high school pretending to be her dead sister that's it's like it's like drama and weird and you're like is she a ghost but then she no No, she's she's just she's a psychopath yeah (laughs) Uh, yeah, so this is, ad- this is, a uh, young adult again, <laughs> but also very tame. Like, it's just, it, it seems like just on paper that it's very crazy, but the way he writes is just like, oh my God. not that. So like just, you're buying it as you're going along. Yeah. You're just like, yeah. uh-huh, oh, this poor guy, like he's so confused. And then it's just like, oh <laughs> the reveal is like, well, he should. <laughs> oh, you're pretending you're your dead sister, which I'm sure she gaslit him also in that moment when he's like, that's fucked up. And she's like, you're fucked up. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's 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 really wild. So, yeah, yeah it's just these books. That's just a, the very first one. And mm-hmm. from then on, it was off to the races. Uh, these books gave teenagers the drama and the creepiness that they or I would say preteens. Yeah. Like is I would goob- say goosebumps like preteens, right? I would say goosebumps is like late elementary. Mm. Um, yeah, that's when middle, I them. early middle school. Yeah. And then these are for like when you start getting pubes. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> so these are pubescent for yeah. pubescent Pre- children. Pubescent. Yeah. Pubescent. Pre- they're post. They're post. If you have po- a pube, you're pu- you're pu- been pubed. <laughs> you're you're <pubed>. pubescent. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> pubes are one of those things where you only need one. Yeah, you just need one. It's like your very f- first pube is sprung and you're like, Yahtzee. Time for Fear Street, bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. Mom, guess what? I can have Fear Street now. I got my first pube. <laughs> yeah, tell dad. All right. I'll show you at the dinner table. Okay, bye. (laughs) Never, ever, ever. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, yeah, it just gave the teens, the preteens, the teens, the drama, the creepiness. Oh, my God. The, you know, just the the harmlessness. Like, there's no sex. There's no, it's just, like, maybe some kissing here and there. Like, some, like, hints of it. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah. Hand holding is, like, maybe the most salacious. Yeah. Yeah. And also, this is, like not of this time like of our time right. now where teens yes. are like i don't they've doing done like finger stuff or whatever yeah they've and done the more things. more sex stuff than i have in my like entire 20s you know yeah so uh yeah so rl stein is starts pumping out the books he wrote so many goddamn books jesus christ Oh Just in God. the original Fear Street series alone, there are 51 books. Oh, my God. Which he wrote from 1989 to, I think, about 1999 or 98. I'm not sure. 
he started several spinoff series like that were in the like Fear Street universe. Yeah. Um, and he wrote those until 2005, I think. Oh, my God. I mean, I don't know that he ever stopped writing. So, like, no, I'm I'm not no. sure. I think because in some of the interviews he's been doing to promote the Netflix show, he's talking about like he wrote another six or so fierce yes. books that he's launching. So it's like yeah. he's still writing. There's he oh. still has books coming out. I just mean of this particular like oh fear, yes of oh. Fear Street. I see. Yes, he yes, ne- yes. he didn't stop writing this books. He's yeah 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 just maybe just held off on the Fear Slow Street. Down. Yeah yeah and then and then he picked it back up. Mm-hmm. in 2014 and oh. started writing more and i think oh my he, god he's since written nine more books like since as of 2019 oh my god i mean as of 2010 over 80 million copies of fear street have been sold <gasps> i don't know how many there are now there probably will be a revi- revival of people buying and reading these books i would think especially after hearing this podcast oh my god we are influencers <laughs> Do you think, okay, I wonder, I'm, like, really curious, and maybe we'll look this up and, like, talk about it next week or something, but I wonder how his book sales compare to, like, Stephen King. Well, he is second only to J.K. Rowling in (gasps) terms of book sales. So they far surpass then. Yeah. Well, like children's book sales because it oh. is like he's so prolific. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And a lot of his books are like printed in like every language. And I mean, Goosebumps books are, I know mm. for sure. So, yeah. Anyway, so he uh, is totally relentless. He, I knew he wrote a lot of books, but holy mm-hmm. fucking shit. Mm. I did not realize that it was. <laughs> Like this much. And keep in mind, like while he's writing Fear Street books, he's also writing Goosebumps books. Yeah. Like those are our, like, and some other shit just on the side. Like he's just doing, he's doing the most. He um, is an agent stream. Oh I feel like. God. I just, I think about like so many writers and like their process and like, I just wonder what his, you know what I mean? Like, I wonder what his process is to, like, sit down and and focus in this way where he completes. Because, like, dialogue and fucking all that shit is, like, that's hard, you know? I mean, I don't know about for every writer. And the th- longest thing I've written is, like, 30-plus pages. Mm-hmm. But the dialogue for me is never the hard part because mm-hmm. I feel like I know what my characters are like, but it's the plot stuff. It's like making sure, sure it makes sense. But yes. Storyboarding he, and shit. storyboarding. Yeah. yeah. Like doing the prep work so that when you get to that point, it just kind of flows out and you know where you're going. So it's like, yeah, like the beginning stages are really hard, but also I did read a, like an, an article that he was interviewed in and he said he's definitely like reused the same plot several times oh yeah and and by reuse the same plot I mean just the big plot where like you know obviously all the details are different but it's like oh it's like a um whodunit plot and he knows like you know it's very formulaic I mean formulaic yeah none of these that's a thing it's like once you have a groove and once you know what the like he is yeah 
he's an expert in this shit. It's like not yeah. sophisticated. It's not anything out of, you know, it's not, it, yeah. it's, it's all, none of it's like original in the way right. like, you know, he's not world building in the way that like, <laughs> you know. And he doesn't have to. That's the beauty of these. To. Yeah. Because they're very, and that's, I think why people like them. You yeah. know, it's like, why do people like procedurals? Why do people like Law and Order SVU? Because it's the same show every week with different, exactly. with a slightly different. That is a plot. perfect analogy. That is a perfect uh, analogy because, like, that shit is like, it's good, it's entertaining, it, yes. and it's just like comforting. I think to people, yes. yeah, like you don't want to like get too deep on certain things. Like, I love, I love original, like crazy intense stories yeah that you know that's great but <laughs> but these are fun the, too yeah these are fun yeah. too yeah we, there's room for all of this so yeah. um so yeah like I said he's written some as of 2008 his books have sold over 400 million copies mm-hmm. I think that was like the latest stat I could find I couldn't I'm sure it's gone up way th- since then I I I mean, oh that, yeah, it's been like that's like from, you know, fifteen years ago or whatever. And they, I guess, they just stopped counting after two thousand eight, though. So, oh my god, also two thousand eight's like prehistoric. Like we have like um, Kindles now and fucking audiobooks, which I'm yeah. sure both have really helped him continue to sell. This books. man must be so wealthy. Like I don't. Oh my god, he. But every interview Bless. I see of him, he is. So funny and sweet. Yeah. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, he seems very, like, like Just, a normal guy. He is, like, the – he's the old Jewish nerd. I love him. Yeah. Like, he's great. Like, and it's just so funny that somebody so unassuming writes so many books about teenagers being killed. <laughs> <laughs> and that was in one of his interviews where he's like – Everybody loves killing teenagers. Oh Dead God. teenagers are where it's at. And he's just oh like totally self-aware and so funny. Um, <laughs> and also, don't forget that there has been a whole ass movie starring the one and only Jack Black, who portrays oh. R.L. Stein himself, called Goosebumps. It's like, you yeah. know, it's like yeah. a super meta movie about... <laughs> About a writer about, named R.L. Stein who about is played by Jack Black. Yeah, yeah. And it's like the books come alive. It's like it's I probably should watch it because I love it so much. Um, oh, my yeah. gosh. Also, one more fun fact before we or a couple more fun facts, I guess, before we get into the other part of this episode. But um, wh- I think I saw this on TikTok or something recently. I saw it like in a meme of some sort. But um if you ever stayed home from school sick and you watched Nick Jr., like when you were in, you know, elementary school or something, he co-created and wrote Eureka's Castle, which is so fun. It was like a I did show. not know that. I loved Eureka's Castle. Loved Eureka's Castle. I feel like we were, like, just getting too old for it, but mm-hmm. I would still watch it when I was homesick because that's what was on, you know? It's like before I got to Little House on the Prairie. It was like when I was, like, on the cusp of I was House a, on the Prairie. I was strictly a... Um, uh, Price is Right. Because mm. um, we like never had cable when I was growing up. So yeah, I watched Price is Right too. But I was Price is Right. I Love Lucy. Yes. That was like my Little sick House day on the Prairie. In Little House on the Prairie. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, there have been a lot of rumors about R.L. Stein over the years. 
because I think he writes, he's an older man that writes scary books about teens. I don't know. Um, and Goosebumps, which is just so fun and wild. Um, and yeah, he's just kind of like very wacky and kids are very imaginative and they kind of, you know, start these little rumors. So for a while, um, there were kids were saying this is like Internet nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids were saying like they were written by a ghost like R.L. Stein is a ghost. Not not like a ghost writer, but like an actual dead paranormal being. Person. Yeah, dead yeah. person. Um and uh, very fun. He's like, oh, well, clearly I'm not dead. Uh, but also it's like kids are not that smart. And obviously dead people can't like go to a meeting with an agent and like a book signing and shit, you know, like kids be smart. And they don't know how this shit works. They yeah, <laughs> They don't know. I didn't know how it worked till like five years ago. True. And uh, and then there were other rumors that he writes one book a week. Which that's almost true, though. It's that's what's insane, because it's like a book in a week. I think when you're I feel like in his prime of writing books, he probably got pretty close. So he he was saying that, like, this isn't true. He corrected the rumor and said that at the height of Fear Street, um, he was writing a book every two, maybe three weeks, which is still wild. Like he there the most he's written in a year that of, of Fear Street books alone that I've seen. Yeah. I think one year he wrote nine Fear Street books. That's and he's also writing Goosebumps at the same time and like working on other stuff. Like how, bitch, how? Like I just don't know how you like and he's done it for so long. I just don't know how you like don't burn out or I don't know because it because they repeat. I think, again, he's just like hit this formula Mm-hmm. You know, it's like why is this, why is Law and Order still on? Why is you know it's like because why and there's why so many is spinoffs? Yeah, yeah. Do you think like all my children reinvents the wheel? No, they have to write an episode a day, and they I think it just comes down to a formula, and they just move the pieces around, and stuff repeats, but people kind of tune it out or. Yeah. Or the people who write these shows and books like this are so good at just like painting you into what feels like a new world, even though like he could just change the setting. Oh, they were at a school last time. Now they're at a summer camp. It's still the same thing that's happened. Like the plot points are still very similar, but the names are different. The location's different. And maybe he reorders a couple things. There you go. Changes. Still work, though. Still work. It's still work. It's still a lot of work. It's but not like he's, like, literally copying and pasting. He's no, 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 like, no. He, he's still it, writing it from scratch, but. But, yeah, it's a uh, it's formula. man formula. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Oh, so my God. Back to Fear Street, though. We got to yeah. talk about some of these book covers and, <laughs> and how ridiculous they are. Like, we, at the time, like. Seeing these on the bookshelf, you're just like, yeah, dope. I love this. This, this <laughs> like, you're like this one looks hot. There's like one, people yeah. almost making out. Yeah, I like, want to get this one. Yeah, like I want to look like this hot babe in a bathing suit. Like I love it. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, we're gonna. Okay, this is the thing though, right? Like these these books are so silly. And people die in such wild ways. Like, you can't really guess what happens based on the cover, but we're going to try and guess. <laughs> and then 
for the first few, we'll describe what the cover is and we'll talk about the title and we'll share the tagline, which is actually my favorite part of some of these. Oh, my God. It's fantastic. Oh, my God. And then um, we'll read the synopsis from the R.L. Stein wiki. Love that. Love that. Love that. (laughs) Okay. Okay. This first one. Okay. This one, the title is called Sunburn. This one, I remember. I remember (gasps) this. Really? Yes. Oh, my God. Um. This one, okay, so there's definitely, there's a Baywatch-looking babe with, like, blonde hair in a red swimsuit, Mm -hmm. looks like a lifeguard. She's like, oh, my God, she is looking at a woman's dead body that's, like, covered in seaweed, and the ocean is kind of, like, coming up, you know, like, She's washed up up on the shore. She's washed up on shore. Yeah, she's washed up on shore. Face down, yeah, yeah. Ass up. Yep. And, um... She doesn't look sunburnt, but we'll get to that. No. And but she is covered in seaweed. And she did. <laughs> She's dead. And, well, her scalp looks sunburnt, actually. And I um, think her hair is just auburn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my God. And the tagline for sunburn is the perfect tan or the perfect murder. Oh, that's a great tagline. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, my God. OK, so if you had to tell us what this book is about, what like what do you think this is? Um, I think it's about teens being murdered at spring break. Oh, smart. Like at at like Daytona Beach or something or like. How are Whatever. they murdered? Does the sunburn play into like is the sunburn a part of the murder or is that like an an um in allusion to like fire summer oh okay it's just like it's like giving you the like oh the worst thing that can happen is a sunburn no the worst thing that can happen is murder like this is like you're i don't know you're so no one's getting killed by sunburns I mean people are that's heat stroke you need to be careful um dude i saw a fucking tiktok Bob the Drag Queen posted one today and it was like a stitched TikTok with someone in Florida who got so sunburned. It looked like they had put it looked like they were so hot. They put two eggs on their shoulders and like they were cooking. But then it looked it was, it like was blisters. Boiled. Oh, Ew. no, oh, dude. it was what? so gross. And How are people still this dumb about the sun? Like <laughs> in a Florida too. Well, well, <laughs> Florida. No, but you know what I mean? It's like you're it's hot here. It's not like someone accidentally got sunburned in like Wisconsin where most of the year it's like cold and dark. Dude, no, you could still get sunburned as fuck in the overcast. Yeah. So no, you can. You can. That's I don't know. Okay. Well, what is it act what do you what is it actually about? Okay, what the synopsis is the perfect suntan, soaking up the rays, fun on the beach. That's what Claudia Walker had in mind when she accepted her friend Marla's invitation to spend the weekend at her cliffside beach house. Little did she know that horrible accidents, fatal accidents, would occur on the beach and in the house. But Claudia knows they're not accidents. She's sure somebody is out to get them, out to kill them. The week of fun in the sun has turned dark and deadly. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's so cheesy. Oh, my God. It's so cheesy, but I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely... I definitely remember this one, though. Like, that one is burned into my memory. 
Sunburned into yeah. your memory? Sunburned oh. into my memory, yes. Oh, yes, my God. Yes. All right. The next one. Do you this want to is... describe this cover? Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. So this is so funny. Okay. I remember this one. Really? Because I okay. loved her shirt. And oh, it's cute. I wear stripes a lot now. Is it okay. a coincidence? We don't know. <laughs> the This... This Fear Street book is titled The Face, mm -hmm. and it is uh, on the cover is a girl holding a, like a, a portrait, like a drawing, a pencil drawing of a dude's face. Like um, one of those drawings that the police draw after, like of a yeah. suspect. <laughs> yeah, it's like a like a sketch artist. Yeah. Uh, and it's like giving, he's giving like, um, like JTT Jonathan Brandis like yeah you know maybe a little David Sawa yeah like he's giving yeah. he's giving that for his yeah. for this face is giving that so <laughs> um and the also maybe a little Rob Lowe sorry yeah Rob no Lowe. no no yeah totally yeah yeah for sure and so and she's holding one and there's multiple copies of it all over like behind her and yeah. she's standing to the side and she's holding one of the copies and she's going <gasps> like. <laughs> Oh, gasp, gasp. Yeah. yeah. And and it just says the tagline is uh, he had something to tell her from beyond the grave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. Oh, Jesus. My what God. do you think? What, do you remember what happens in this book? What the like synopsis I, is? I have no idea. I don't even know if I read this one. I just remember seeing it um, on the book fair <laughs> shelves. Uh, I feel like it's like he the he's trying to tell her like look at me <laughs> like I don't know what like all these pictures of his face could be they're all the same they're all the same first of all this is photocopied so it's like he's not trying to tell you something someone paid 10 cents a copy and then like plastered it all over <laughs> your very blue wall are we at home are we at school we don't know but I feel like it has something to do with uh, <laughs> does she see uh, okay I don't know if this is the plot necessarily but I feel like maybe there's some sort of treatment with this but it's like does his face appear in lots of things like first mm. in the morning when she's brushing her teeth like is his face in the toilet and it like talks to her kind of like um, the toilet in look who's talking to yes yeah oh my god that <laughs> gave me nightmares <laughs> you want to go pee pee <laughs> What, oh, Mikey, go pee-pee, Mikey, pee-pee. It's kind of, like, fetish-ish. Yeah. Maybe, because it's, like, pee-pee in my mouth. Yeah, it's so fucking weird. Oh, I, my God. I, I think about that scene probably, like, quarterly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think about those movies at least once a month, a scene from them. Sometimes yeah. I just think about those movies because I'm, like, John Travolta in those movies was really good looking yes dude i so know is, so is kirstie alley oh she yeah was like they're yeah they were they were like doing great you know oh my it god it was before scientology really got a hold of them yeah or they had already this had is, a hold of them but they were like i wonder if this is like how they both got into it like together yeah. at the same time oh mm -hmm. my god i love the scene where she's in the office of the guy who impregnated her and she's changing the diaper and she slaps it face like turned down Oh, yeah, on the desk. Onto the, like, very fancy desk. Yeah, it's great. Oh, and it's God. all, like, Santa Fe motif. Ugh, plus. <laughs> wow. 
What a movie. What a okay. film. Um, do you want me to read the synopsis? Yes, I want to okay. know what, what happens. Okay, this is R.L. Stein's The Face. Unable to remember a single relevant detail after witnessing a horrible murder, Martha wonders why she cannot keep from drawing the victim's face over and over again and becomes determined to recover her memory. Bitch, That's go to it. therapy. Yeah, for real. <laughs> or at least hip, hip, hypnosis. Hypnosis, yeah, I don't know, yeah. man. You, like, you, you're dealing with some serious trauma, my friend. Oh, my God. All oh right, this Lord. next one's maybe my favorite cover. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's so dumb. The title and the cover uh, of this one, do you want to describe it? Okay. Okay. It's, okay, the, the, what? This is that meme. Which one? This is that meme where the guy's checking out the girl and the, and the girlfriend's like, ah. Uh. Kind it's of. It's like kind of that. It's kind of that. It's kind of that. Yeah. Um, okay. 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 So it's a it's the cover art is um, all right. There's three people in the cover. There's a guy mm-hmm. talking to a girl and they're like standing next to lockers and he's like into their in they're into their conversation and they're like talking and it's like very like teen. Yeah, they're uh, hot. Hard. They're yeah. flirting and they're like got a little like, you know, they're cute. eye fucking. But they're Definitely. they're eye they're dry school. humping. Yes, they're yes, young. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um and then behind the guy who's facing toward, he's facing forward and the girl's facing the other way, but she's like blocked by him. But yeah. behind the guy, there's another girl who's going, oh, like <laughs> intriguing. And she just has this like, oh, what did I just, what, who? <laughs> like eavesdropping on their conversation, obviously. Oh my God. And it is a very funny I don't know, juxtaposition, like a scene, a, yeah. a, a tableau, if you will. Yes. Because the funniest thing about it is the title of the book. Oh, my God. Is What Holly Heard. <laughs> oh, and the tagline is, it was too shocking to tell. Which, what do you think she heard? Is I, my question. She heard him fart while he was trying to talk to this girl. <laughs> she heard him shart. Yeah, she's like, bitch, that sounded wet. <laughs> she's like, Brent, that sounded wet. <laughs> Brent, that sounded brown. Go to the bathroom. <laughs> Shelly, stop talking to Brent. He just shit himself. <laughs> I feel like. I'm here to rescue you, girl, from girl. this, like, skid mark ass. <laughs> yeah, she's like. That was 20 seconds ago. You're still in this conversation. Gasp, girl. Gasp. (laughs) Shelly's like, I like it. It's cool. (laughs) Shelly's like, you don't know my kink. Yeah. Oh, Mm -hmm. my God. Okay. Well, I think she heard is. (laughs) I think. (laughs) I think he's telling her. Yeah. So then. My uncle's like, come with me. And so on January 6th, 2021, <laughs> <laughs> bitch. I found myself storming the Capitol. Oh, my Lord. Uh, no, I'm just uh, kidding. I don't know. Okay. The, <laughs> the real synopsis for what Holly heard is this. Do you want to hear a secret? Holly did. She learned a terrible secret. And now her friends know it, too. Someone wants to make sure they never talk about it. Someone who will go to any length to keep them quiet. Lying, threats, 
even murder. Bum, bum, bum. And it's probably nothing that crazy. It's probably like, like, like uh, Tammy got her period. Yeah. <laughs> Tammy's got her first pube. <laughs> yeah. It's like Sean fingered Lori in the bathroom. Like, bitch, nobody cares. Nobody cares. All right. Okay, this one is a self-portrait of me in my bedroom. <laughs> oh my god. It's a it's a woman holding a cat and, and it looks like she's basically fucking Maria von Trapp. And she, you can tell she's singing, but there, she's probably singing something like "I say I a little prayer for you." Oh, she's going, ah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's in like a nightshirt, which also looks like an oversized like men's shirt. Mm-hmm. Little, little, very sexy. Yeah, for like teens. just yeah, just like and the ocean. I think is outside her window. Yeah, and, there's like, a the lighthouse. Moon. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. Yep. Oh. And yeah, it is uh, Aaron in her bedroom, and the cat is like a very beautiful, slightly large tabby cat. Not to shame mm-hmm. it, just saying. Mm-hmm. And um, the title of this one is "One Evil Summer," and the tagline is "Chrissy is perfect, perfectly evil." Bless. Did you ever read this I, one? No, I, I, I wish I did. Uh, I mean, maybe I did. I, I don't remember it, but I love. It. I think this might be my favorite favorite cover of anything i've ever seen because i i feel like i personally relate to it on a lot of levels um it's the just it, it's sorry just so funny what do you think happens in this one uh i think um she is a a witch um Ooh. and she curses people and that's her familiar that she's just hanging out with. like i like <laughs> Just talking to and laughing with her familiar in her bedroom about the person they just cursed um, or murdered. I don't know. Um, and, you know, as a Scorpio with who has two familiars, I, I fully support this uh, endeavor. You know, you have two familiars. Yeah. My, I have Tommy and I have Freddie. Oh, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. My two kitties. Yeah. Your two kitties. Actually, Tom, Tommy looks a little bit like the cat. Oh, yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, okay, this is the synopsis for this one. We'll see if you're right on or what. Okay, One Evil Summer. Summer at the beach and Amanda Conklin stuck in summer school. Well, at least she doesn't have to care, take care... Well, at least she doesn't have to take care of her little brother and sister. That's Chrissy's job. Chrissy seems like the perfect babysitter, so kind and trustworthy. But Amanda soon discovers Chrissy's terrible secret. Babysitting is Chrissy's job, but killing is what she does best. Hell yeah, bitch. Get it. I love it. Wait, so is she an assassin? Like, (laughs) (laughs) She's Beatrix kiddo. Yeah, yeah. She's just like... Kids, I have to go take care of some work outside of the house for a moment. Oh, my God. Watch this movie. I'll be right back. And she just, like, goes and kills, like, a politician or something. I don't know. I love it so much. I love it so much. I really want to read this one for real. Yeah, this one looks really good. Okay. I added two more at the end here. Mm -hmm. Um, This one is called 
haunted. Mm-hmm. Wow, what a uh, please describe this cover. Okay, some of the titles of these two are very uh, just silly. Okay, this cover is. <laughs> I'm immediate. Okay, I'm immediately thinking of Elizabeth Shue in Hollow Man. Oh, okay. <laughs> Because she kind of looks like Elizabeth Shue. She's like blonde and it's kind of like like curly early 90s, late 80s like hairdo. Mm -hmm. And she's in bed and she's like clutching her her blankets. And then over by the window is Ghost Dad. It's like a ghost human. Ghost Daddy more like. (laughs) Ghost Daddy. Ghost. uh, Honestly, Ghost James Dean. It's Mm -hmm. the ghost of James Dean. Yeah. Or, again, Rob Lowe, which I think they had a lot. I mean, the artist who did these really, who illustrated these, big Rob Lowe fan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, he's wearing uh, a Canadian tuxedo, pretty much. With, like, a popped collar. With a popped collar and <laughs> rolled up sleeves. And it's nighttime. And, like, we don't know if he caught her masturbating. But she looks surprised, so maybe. Yeah. But um, also, there's, like, a guy in... His, her room that's like semi-transparent it seems like he's a ghost <laughs> yeah. of some sort yeah also he doesn't have legs we can he's a ghost from the thighs up and then mm-hmm. the rest of him blends into the wall so maybe he's half hollow man half ghost daddy yeah um yeah did i miss anything no i think he, that's a pretty good description um and the the tagline is, uh, there's a, pla- a prowler in Melissa's room, but is he, is he dead or alive? He looks dead, clearly. I mean, <laughs> he's a ghost. He's, he's see-through, so. <laughs> oh, and my God. I feel like this is like hot Casper. Oh, oh my God, yes. Because, okay, yes, this is what if Devin Sawa was not the funny ghost Casper cartoony Casper but the whole time was Devin Sawa as a ghost yeah like this shit's hot like yeah she's in her bed he's looking at her like hey oh my god they're both like they're she's gonna get finger banged by a ghost right now (laughs) well she's gonna stop him partway through and go let me show you yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh she's like you interrupted me (laughs) he's like but you're about to be haunted (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, I'm not going to say what I was going to say. Me either. I was going to say, I'm going to haunt your pussy. I was going to say, I'm about to haunt your pussy, too. (laughs) And then she goes, oh, that's my asshole. But we'll we'll try it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, Oh my my God. God. Uh, (laughs) Of course we both thought Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, Oh, the synopsis for this one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Melissa woke up screaming. Oh, no. I don't like this. (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) The prowler was at her window. Or was he? The recent headlines about a Fear Street prowler had everyone on edge. Her father now kept a loaded pistol in his bedroom. That made it even more frightening and real. Then the haunting began. Her new car driving as if someone else had taken control. Her birthday presents ripped open by unseen hands, an invisible force trying to push her out the bedroom window. Mm. Out of the shadows of her bedroom came a menacing figure. 
Who was he? Did he really come from beyond the grave? And why had he come to kill her? If Melissa doesn't solve the mystery fast, these questions will haunt her to death. <laughs> oh, Lord. Also, oh, I read Lord. out of the shadows of her bedroom came a menacing figure like he's like jerking off over in the corner. <laughs> In a very menacing way. Oh, God. Uh, Just, like, scowling the whole time. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, my Lord. Last one? Yeah, last one. This one is just too funny to me. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. This one, I don't know I what's think happening. I, read, I think I read this one. Yeah? Okay. Some of these just look so familiar. I know. I know. They're, like, there's so much nostalgia, like... Yeah. Like it's like triggering so many like yes. weird memories um, yes. of yes. adolescence for me. Yeah. Um, this one is called The Knife. Um, <laughs> cool name. <laughs> and <laughs> it is a okay, facing facing us in this yeah. picture on the on the cover mm-hmm. is uh what looks to be a like candy striper or like mm-hmm. nurse of some sort in a hospital yeah probably a candy striper because those are volunteers right like yeah, she's yeah. young so she's young she's like she has this like <laughs> smile on her face like <laughs> like you know the smile that you do when you're like uncomfortable where you uh. show all your teeth like uh-huh you know <laughs> that's like the that's like the face she has yeah because she's talking to a man obviously who yeah. is who you can't see his face he's facing her but holding behind his back he has yeah. his arm behind tucked behind his back and holding in his hand behind his back is a scalpel it's not a knife it's a scalpel so yeah. And he's just talking to her and she's like, uh-huh, uh, you're fucking weird. Like, you know, she's, she's, all the red flags are popping up, it yes. seems like, as she's yes. talking to this man. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But also, he's giving me very Ted Bundy vibes, mm-hmm. even though we can't see his face, because I feel like Ted Bundy had this jacket, which it looks like it's like a... Like a members only jacket or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was going to say, it looks like it's like a nude leather jacket or like a <laughs> yellow, <laughs> like a kind of yellowy leather jacket. And it's like. Like a suede jacket. Yeah. Or, or, or even like a waxed, uh, you know, uh, what, <laughs> what is that brand? Um, yeah. Waxed? It, yeah. Like waxed canvas, you know, like. Oh, uh, oh. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I know the jacket you're talking about, but I don't know the brand. Yeah, I'm trying to... Who cares? Anyway. Who cares? Yeah, we can't remember anything. Oh, my gosh. This is so good. And, yeah, you're right. She's totally cringing. She has Laura Ingalls hair. And she's doing that thing with her hands. Like, she's holding, like, her two fingers, like, like, politely. Like, how, how you do, you hold your, like, hands across your body like that. Like, the body language. It's the body language for me in this one. Um, Yeah. Like, she knows there's something off about this guy. Uh, yeah. And there definitely is because he's holding a fucking scalpel behind oh his back. Oh, my God. And the tagline is, in this hospital, people are dying to get out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is he a patient? Oh, my gosh. Maybe, Maybe he's like she's being... the murderer. Ooh, I like this. Okay, let's find out in the synopsis. Okay. 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 This is how it starts. Shh. 
There are a lot of things they want to keep quiet at Shadyside Hospital. I think I've read this one. Okay. In fact, or Shadyside, that could have been used in every, like, YA novel I ever read. In fact, just about every private room holds a private secret of its own. Poor Lori Masters. The student volunteer innocently happened to stumble onto the hospital's stickiest secret of all. Oh, no, sickest secret of all. (laughs) Lori has seen too much, and now the doctors and nurses are taking a close look at Lori. What they come up with is a deadly diagnosis. Lori may not be sick, but she's getting a prescription anyway. A prescription for horror! (laughs) (laughs) What are they trying to do to this poor girl? I read this one. This is creepy as hell. Yeah. Well, in the um, in the Fear Street universe, Shadyside is the name of the fictional town. Oh, that must be why it just clicked in my brain. Yeah. And Fear Street is like originally named after a family of this of Shadyside. And it's originally spelled F-E-I-R. I think like fear. Like, oh, oh, fear. Fear. And yeah. the the town or the people in it are cursed mm. because of this family or this family's curse or something. Mm-hmm. So there's like this whole universe backstory that is part of the spinoffs. And that I think that incorporates into this movie tr- trilogy that they just did. Oh, cool. Like there's eras like the first one I think is like the 90s. The second one is the 70s. And then the third one is like back in the 1600s when the curse starts for the fear family so origin story yeah so there is a whole it's not just like because all these all these books are like one-off you know vignettes of different people in this but in this set in the same town what a fucked up town they have some shit going down yeah it's it's like it gives me it's giving me like riverdale you know yeah 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 yeah. love it interesting So so much fun what a I love it. I just I love that everything from the 90s is being uh, upcycled, basically. And, you know, bless, bless. Yeah. I want everybody to embrace and love the everything from that era again Mm. and make your own mistakes. Like we were talking about the other day, like, you know, certain accessories and, you know, like jeans are coming back that are, are horrifying and we don't have to do that. We No, I refuse. We don't I don't know why people get so mad about it is the thing. It's like I think we've had this conversation a million times. It's just like yeah. let people make their own stupid decisions like we did. It's weird that like it's weird yeah that people get so upset. It's like you don't have to participate in this. Like no no, no one's going to leave you behind. Like wear whatever jeans you want to wear just cuz everyone else is wearing like low-rise jeans again or whatever. We already did it. And we, we already know did what, it. And we and don't we, have to do it. Find your own style. We have the experience. And like, they're mm-hmm. like, I'm going to wear a caftan for the la- rest of my life. Yeah. Fun topic. We love it. Thank you, Tawny, for the suggestion. Uh, so good. It was great. I, you know what? I want to meet R.L. Stein someday. I'm going to put that into the universe. I just want to shake his hand and be yeah. like, sir, you are a prolific writer. Oh, my God. Thank you for getting me. Getting my reading, like, levels to where they were in, you know, elementary school and middle school. Yeah. I didn't even remember reading some of these. They just looked really familiar. But then that shady side name, like, triggered my memories. And I've definitely read some of these. I read the knife one. Yeah. Um, 
yeah what a fun time i love it i'm gonna i want to read one evil summer like right now mm. Ugh. nobody can stop me no do it <laughs> i say do it it's self-care you'll probably Truly. finish it in like an hour i think i just want the <laughs> the the cover art like on my wall yeah oh that's fun mm-hmm. oh that's my great. goodness all right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Oh, thank you for joining us on this spectacular episode. We love it. Um, yeah. If you've watched the movies, the Fear Street movies, let us know what you thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you re- recently read a Fear Street book or Goosebumps book for whatever reason, maybe you're reading them to your children. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe you're reading them for fun. Maybe you're reading them for fun. Because they're a nice light read. Yeah. Um. Also, like, what's do you remember, like, your favorite, like, fucked up scene from R.L. Stein books? Could be Goosebumps, too, if yeah. you read those and you remember those. Like, what, did anything make an impression? Like, obviously, Tawny remembered the person getting burned to death in the shower. R.L. Stein, in, in an interview, said he, one of his favorite death scenes that he wrote in a Fear Street book was one where uh, uh, somebody gets eaten to death by horses. Yeah. And he's like, it's so gruesome. I can't believe I wrote it. I'm like, ugh. He's like, I should be embarrassed by this, but I'm not. Yeah, he's like, I love it. Killing yeah. teens is great. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love oh it. Oh my so gosh. Much. All right. Yeah. Well, follow us on social meds at DTFU Podcast, all the platforms TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. We have a Facebook group. Um, yeah. A YouTube. Yeah. YouTube. Watch watch this episode. Yeah. On YouTube. It's great. Um mm-hmm. then you yeah, we we're just our reaction faces yeah. are great. I don't know. Love. Um, yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, listen here. Stay excellent to yourselves. And each other. Bye-bye. Bye.